Happy Monday, and welcome to another episode of Coach's Corner, where I'm your host, Brandon Robinson. So, there's a lot going on in the world. Um, if you're anything like me, uh, last week was a whirlwind. Um, seeing everything that's happening, um, all of the different corporations speaking out against systematic oppression and racism, seeing some of, um, which is a positive thing, and seeing some of uh, the, the different videos and the highlighting of police brutality against black people, um, obviously men and women included in that, uh, has been a very interesting week. It's also been very uh, mentally draining and exhausting if you are black, um, because seeing that is a different type of a trauma. So let's talk. Uh, so this week I wanted to talk about something um, because it's something that we've all really are now for the first time, I think, really getting the freedom and the ability to do. That is speaking out against systematic oppression and racism in corporate, right, in corporate America. Uh, if you've worked in corporate America for any time and, and if you're career minded and have had a, you know, a career any place, any time, you know that there are very much, there are unwritten rules. There are things that you can say, there are, there are things, to, there are ways that you have to conduct and carry yourself, but there are only, there's a certain way you have to go about highlighting systematic oppression, systematic racism. Um, I'm going to do a whole series um, in season two talking about racism and systematic oppression in corporate America. But today we're just going to talk about speaking out, how to do it. Thank God we can now do it, how to do it effectively, right? Um, prior to um, black people, we were always, we were hesitant because we knew that it was a career limiting move. We knew that if I speak out, if I am vocal about it, and if I am passionate, uh, passionately vocal about it, then this will be held against me. I'll be labeled as the angry black man or woman. Um, I will be seen as contentious, angry, whatever. Um, and then from that, you go, you get the label of not being a team player, not being a good fit for the culture. Insert different labels. That's what you get. And so because of that, we have learned how to voice things or how to bring things to attention or honestly how to internalize and just have those conversations with our close circle of friends uh, because we can't actually address that in, in our corporation, right? But now we can. Um, so now that, you can, now that we can actually use a platform, here's some of the things that we can do. You can now share on social media. Now, one of the things that I've often done in almost every corporation I've been to is I don't really add people on my social media, um, i.e. Facebook, et cetera, that I work with simply because of that concern. I don't want something like, first of all, I'm not posting crazy stuff, but I don't want them to take something back. Say if I saw something that is systematically oppression and I share it there with my, clo my close group of friends, I don't want that making it back to the company. And I know that there's a punitive action, but today, we can actually speak out against that. So now you can actually go, you can go on your social media and talk about systematic oppression, right? We can talk about the experiences because we are in a unique time where a lot of CEOs have released a statement. They've released a statement and a lot of companies have released statements about being in support of the black community, about the systematic oppression that we faced as a people for so long. 
now we have the liberty to speak. So take advantage of it. A few things that you want to do, um, by all means, you know, share your feelings on social media, whether that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, tell your stories and make sure that they represent you and your character. Um, you still want to be somewhat wise, right? Like you don't want to put all of the company's business out there. Um, but you just want to tell your story. Talk about different experiences, right? I've shared some of the experiences I have racial-wise or, or just highlighting those things in the system. So first, share. Share with, uh, share with your friends and maybe the, your followers that you have on social media um, and like really it's express it's the ability finally to express what you've been holding in so no longer hold yourself back address things you know say say things another thing that you actually have the opportunity to do is to be part of a solution because a lot of corporations have asked um, or have said hey we want to you know we want to fix this you know we, we're making efforts to team up with the black community and that's a great first step um, but the next step for a corporation is to actually institute some policies, some procedure changes. Um, and most of the time, the executive board and those boards that are above, they're all they're all white. Um, so there's no true diversity in there. Right. Like you may have a white woman, but that's that's not still that's still not true diversity. You don't have black people and people of color uh, by and large in those boards. You know, sometimes you do. And they're literally the minority uh, inside of that. But you can actually now reach out to your managers and upper management and you can have conversations like the ideals that you've had uh, or the things that you've wanted to see uh, be addressed. You can do that now. So if you want to see more people of color hired in your particular department, now's the time to address that, right? There's not a talent gap, right? And if they need some education, hey, the black colleges are great. Hey, there's a whole network. You got Black Tech, uh, what was it, Black Tech Pipeline uh, for Twitter. Um, if you search any of that on there, LinkedIn, there are tons of places where black people are who are extremely qualified. So there's not a hiring gap. Um, another thing you could talk about is maybe how they rewrite, uh, rewrite some of the job description, right? Like some of these job descriptions, especially in the tech field, are written for older white males, right? People who've put 20 plus years in IT. And a lot of times for people who are younger, that scares them off because they see the requirements, the 10 years here, 15 years, then you need a, a CISSP and a master's of this. And so they see those requirements and they instantly say, well, I don't measure up to what they're looking for. Well, and in reality, they're not looking for all of that. Like, so some of those job descriptions are meant to intimidate and weed people out because they know that people won't apply for them. Well, and in, in actuality, in tech specifically, if you have the skills, that's what matters. Like, if you can actually do it, if you've got the knowledge and you know how to do things, that's what matters, right? You've got experience. If you can show them you can do it, apply for jobs. And if you are already inside of an organization, talk to your HR and recruiting department about making things more friendly, right? So that they can, so that um, the job descriptions are more inviting for people of color, for women, uh, so, you know, things of that nature. So that people aren't intimidated by the mile, you know, by the mile list of things that they request. 
And in actuality, they really don't want that anyway. And hiring managers don't really care about that as much. Um, that's another thing. So you can ask to speak to your executive management and talk about other things you like to see. People of color in management, growth opportunity, leadership, mentorship, those type of training abilities like career paths and trajectories. How good is your organization about executing that? If you want to go into leadership, what kind of path have they laid out? Um, is that path available and how would they support that path and how are they supporting that path for people of color? Um, do they have leadership opportunities um, beyond just going back to school? Because going back to school is great, but inside of an organization, uh, people need to be aware of who you are and you need an opportunity to showcase your your abilities, your leadership skills. Um, so are there trainings? Are there, are there any classes that you can be a peer coach at? Any of those things, anything where you are allowing people of color to be visible as much as you've allowed other people to be visible. Another thing is just having like difficult discussions, um, you know, around race, right? Telling them like how the black community feels. Um, what are some of our, our struggles working in a, in a, in a workplace? Uh, some of the things that happen that I don't even think that people realize uh, is, and this is one thing, this is, I'll just say this is a personal pet peeve of mine. I've always hated, so I've worked uh, multiple places uh, and I'll never forget working at a, a place, uh, Barracuda. Yeah. So learned a lot and all of those great things. But I'll remember, I remember when I was switching over to a sales engineer there and I'll never forget how many people, and, and this actually happened to me at another place too, but how many people talk to me uniquely, just me. So these were white people and they talked very, and, they t and their conversation was regular with everyone else. And then when they got to me, yeah, bro, how's it going, bro? You know what I'm saying? Homeboy or homie, or, you know, I'm down. And I'm like, I don't know if people realize how insulting and offensive that is. Um, and for a lot, and especially early on in my career, I was very adamant about calling it out, right? Sometimes you let it slide, but a lot of times I'm like, no. Um, especially if it's somebody you have to see every day because it's like, so you're going to talk to everybody else regularly like you would a Tom or Bill and then for me. Um, and so as an example, and sometimes I don't think, they may not even know that how offensive that is. So the best way to explain it to them is what I would do is what I, what I used to do is I said, hey, if, if we were in Detroit and you worked in an all-black office and we were talking to everybody else like, hey, what's going on? Like, what up, though? How was your weekend? Oh, man, that's, that's good. And then we came to you, the only white person in the office, and we speak to everybody else and we just said, hey, Tom, how's it going? Like at that moment, you would be like, why are you doing that? Like, why don't you talk to me like you do everybody else? And that is how black people feel. Um, I think that they need to be aware of that. Another practice that I've seen um, inside of organizations is if you're with a group of individuals and you have a black man, um, woman, I, I'm not sure. I can imagine it, it comes for you too. But when they say, hey, what's up, boys? Um, now, in the white culture, that just means like, hey, what's up, you know, bro, or what's up, homie? But to a black person, when we hear boy, we hear a whole, we hear, we hear another word. Um, and people, I don't know if they're aware of that, but that is extremely offensive. But there's some culture things that your organization can be aware of. So hiring policies, all of those things, but the free, but the beauty of it is now is the time 
where you can actually bring these things to attention without repercussion, without being punished and called the angry person and saying that, oh, you're just using the race card or, you know, I'm not racist or that's just you. So now we have the freedom to address those things. And now is a great for education and so that you can help shift cultures and open doors for other black people. Um, asking questions about leadership and where, how do you plan to hire for leadership, right? Are, will people of color get chances um, to be at that board, you know, to be at the board level, to be at the C-suite level, at the executive level? Um, those are good questions to have. And if people, you know, and even, even with lower management, obviously you can't do those kind of questions, but even just, hey, are there plans to, to be more open now to people of color, especially if you have a prestigious position, generally those people of color are very rare inside of those. So I just say speak out. Now you have the ability. So go ahead and speak out. Just be wise. Like don't make death threats and don't say, hey, we need to kill this person because we do have freedom of speech, but there's still consequences to some of our words. We have a lot more flexibility and a, a, a lot more grace to extend and voice our frustrations and anger because people realize um, how angry black people are. And I think that's also a great thing. If you have conversations with your managers uh, or upper leadership, upper management, relay to them the frustrations that people feel. Um, not only that, but how they feel as far as coming to work and feeling out of it and, and, and being expected to produce, but really just, you know, you're drained because of everything that's going on with the trauma. Um, for everybody else, it's, it's normal. And that's a privilege in itself that you can choose to turn that off because you're not black, so it doesn't really impact you, right? So you can choose whether to care or not. We don't have that privilege as black people, but yet we're still expected to perform at the same level, even though mentally we're not always there, um, especially in, in tough times like this. Um, and I think they would, and they'll understand because they were very understanding through COVID. So they can just pretend that it's, you know, Corona or COVID and they should be good. So use your platform, use your words wisely. Um, be part of the solution as well as pointing out the problem. And hopefully we can make some real change inside of corporate America and we can start to address the systematic, um, the systematic, the systemic, you know, corporate racism. Um, that people are hoping to address and that a lot of CEOs are looking to weed out, at least by their statements, right? We can hold them accountable, be part of the solution. Who knows? Some of you are, can get promoted, right? You're, you're gifted, you're brilliant, you're intelligent. Uh, so now's your time. Take advantage of it. Don't say no to an opportunity if it's presented to you. Don't don't say, oh, well, you only promoted me because we're black. Well, you, hey, if they're promoting you, you take that promotion. Um, people have been promoted for other privileges, you know, you're, you're talented, so you take it and you perform and you show them that you're more than just a black person and this isn't an affirmative action promotion. So um, I imagine that this next week is going to be pretty similar to the last week, but we're, we're more than able to continue to persevere. Still take breaks if you need it. Um, talk to friends. Take a day off. Whatever it is you like to do, go walk, read a book, um, have an outlet, try to balance as much as possible because it's needed in these times. So um, Coach's Corner is going to have a little balance. So 
I will be back in the fall uh, with a few series starting. I'm going to take the summer off and do what I've talked about in a few episodes. Going to have balance. I'm going to enjoy the summer, family, friends, um, and just live, right? Um, we need to focus on as much as possible with everything that's going on and it's closed, but yet still just focus on enjoying a quality of life um, and, being, and, and being a part of the moment for the good times as well. So take some time and spend time with your friends, your family, do things that you enjoy for leisure um, as much as possible. We probably can't travel like we want to. All of our vacations were canceled, which really sucks. Um, mine, I have at least two or three that are canceled, uh, and that sucks, but could be worse. Um, but enjoy your summer. Um, enjoy your family. Enjoy yourself. Love yourself. Do good things for yourself. Be kind to yourself. Um, when we come back in the fall, we'll have a series on HR. So we'll be talking about, we'll, I'll bring a few people on who are HR representatives and executives in HR. And we'll talk about HR, what HR does, uh, especially with it being around the same time for uh, review time. So to how you can properly um, give and uh, approach your reviews so that you can actually, A, um, correctly present yourself to get a raise uh, and, and to see the benefit of HR. And we'll tackle systematic oppression and racism and a few other things too. So until then, um, who you are is more than enough. Your words matter. Your actions matter. Black lives matter. And you are an absolute gift. And I look forward to hearing um, from you and hearing your success um, and hearing some of the successful stories that you have in your career and in your business. And until the next time, um, coaches, until the next time, we'll just be talking to you. Enjoy your summer.